welcome to episode 180 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how's it going man uh, not too bad besides craig betraying us craig has betrayed us <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, well, that, all technology doesn't always work so. yeah that is that is how the world literally works so yeah but so i don't know that's all right, but I suppose we probably got a long one today, so um, today we're going to be talking about a new set, which is exciting, I guess. I actually am excited for this set, so. I mean, I, could, I can get behind that. There's... I don't know if I am, but I'm not, like, disappointed for it. I'm, I'm mildly disappointed, because the only things that really strike me as, oh my god, in this set are things that I look at, well, except for one card. Like a lot of stuff I look at the set, I'm I'm like, this is really powerful and so I want it. Yeah. There's nothing there's very little in this set, even though I'm sure I'm gonna disprove that by talking about a lot of lore based things yeah. that I like purely from a lore perspective. Mm-hmm. But like thinking about it, I know there actually is a lot more than I am implying, because mm-hmm. that's how my mind works. Right. You know? yeah. so, prove myself wrong immediately. <laughs> there you go. I there's one card I am excited about, and we'll probably eventually talk to it. So, or, or about it. Sorry, <laughs> or to um, it. Yeah. Or to it. I'll probably talk to it and tell, <laughs> tell it how pretty it is. But, um, <laughs> thank you, thank you for existing. I appreciate you. Yeah. So why don't uh, why don't we just hop on in? So this is uh, I suppose this is Commander, yeah. Um, Commander Legends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Commander Legends. Uh, returning mechanics are partner and everything else. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's some mechanics we're going to talk about that it's like, holy crap, guys, but uh-huh. <laughs> or I'm sure we're going to talk about, but all right. So, well, why don't we just hop right on in here and I'm, uh, I can lead off with the first one because, yeah, we're going to talk about this just because I'm going to punt like that. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about reprint or not, not reprint, sorry, new cards first because they're kind of interesting. So, um, so first card on the list is the Prismatic Piper. Uh, so it's five colorless for a 3-3 legendary creature shapeshifter. If the Prismatic Piper is is your commander, choose a color before the game begins. Prismatic Piper is the chosen color, and it has partner. So this is mainly here because, A, it's really, really nice how it does its... Um, it's It's really cool how it is a colorless card but you get to play not colorless cards obviously because mm-hmm. as it enters but it's mainly here because of seb mckinnon art yeah <laughs> seb mckinnon stone cold master of the creep it is very seb mckinnon art yeah there's a couple of very seb mckinnon arts in here so yeah uh, i'm sure we'll be discussing those <laughs> but I, it is partner is a large thing in this set so it, it is very nice that they put something like this in there you know like it's not an artifact it's just literally a colorless legendary creature that yep. can be anything so mm-hmm. from a draft perspective or a sealed perspective it's really nice because you know like you always have that option i don't know how frequent it's going to be but it is a common so it should mm-hmm. be frequent enough yeah and the other's dope so yep art dope uh, next up from there for cards that I want to talk about, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chroma Vision of Ixidor. Uh, five white white for a 6-6 six, six legendary creature angel with flying first strike vigilance trample. Does No, no longer has protection from black and red for some reason. Oh, no. Shocking. Uh, 
Uh, at the beginning of each combat until end of turn, each other creature you control gets plus one plus one if it has flying, plus one plus one if it has first strike, and so on for double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, protection, reach, trample, vigilance, and partner. She also has partner. <laughs> Keyword soup. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Keyword soup all over. Uh, I mainly want to talk about this card because this is the first actual... Um, illustration of a chroma with her sword feet. Uh, canonically, when she died, she had sword feet because uh, she—I believe it was—it was either she was touched by phage and phage rotted her feet off, or it her feet uh, melted off due to stomach acid when she went inside a death worm. One of the two. I don't remember which. Sword, <laughs> sword feet. Yeah, if you look really closely at art, she yeah. literally has two spears. You don't even have to feet. look closely. Once you said it, I see it now, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's she, a thing that is in magic. She's serious business about kicking your ass. Sword feet. Which is, what is this, an anime? I mean, kind of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're actually kind of right. Is, she is literally an angel created by a man who can warp reality with his thoughts to because he, he the love of his life died. That does sound like an anime. If that is an anime, I don't know what is. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, so next up, uh, the one I want to hit on is Archon of Coronation. Uh, so that's four white white for a five five uh, creature archon with flying. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. Da -da -da. Uh, as long as you're the monarch, damage doesn't cause you to lose life. Uh, when a creature deals combat damage to you, its controller still becomes the monarch. Yeah. Still, <laughs> very kind of a important. Weird card. Yeah. Yeah. Important piece there. <laughs> So, like, Monarch is one of the, another really big mechanic coming back in this set. Um, I'm actually going to use this as a point to talk about the Monarch mechanic, where apparently certain individuals who are always doom and gloom about a particular format known as Popper are really, really, really concerned because Popper is already an, an oppressive thing. Sorry. Monarch is already a somewhat oppressive thing in Popper because of the way the Monarch mechanic works. It is much no, no, no. It's because of the way Popper works. Yeah, it's, it's actually the way Popper works. <laughs> but it, uh, because because of the way Monarch works, when you when you have the Monarch in a four player game, it is much less oppressive than when you have the Monarch in a single player game. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, one v one game. Yep. And he is concerned about Monarch either needing like a grand like errata-ing or a basically mass banning in Popper, which sounds like the most asinine thing in all of existence. Uh, mm -hmm. if, <laughs> FYI, your format clearly just sucks. Just putting that out there. Just like just just saying. Like when your literal when your literal complaint is, well now there's a five mana common artifact creature that gives you the monarch and it's a 2-5 so it's a really good blocker so you can cast it on turn 3 off of your um, Tron lands it's like well if they already have full Tron on turn 3 they're already running away with it 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what format you're playing. If someone has seven mana on turn three, they're doing something busted. I'm just going to point out that you're all commons format. Like, Monarch is the problem. Not having Tron lands is the uh-huh. problem. Or, or having Tron lands is not the problem, apparently, right? Uh, yeah, like, well, well, this is also the new... This is the... With the existence of Commander Legends, this will be the first time there is a card that gives you the Monarch that costs three mana. Everything else costs at least four. So okay. as re- so, you can get it down earlier. And the specific one in mind is a it's a blue chill effect. Oh, that guy, yeah. Okay. That the creature doesn't untap unless unless you beat you unless are the monarch. the monarch. Yeah. And he's like, well, the th- like with this, it's not even you know dead against an opponent that doesn't play creatures because you can just put it on your own creature with no downside, which is the stupidest curiosity I've ever heard in my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. It's like I'm gonna play. I'm gonna just go here, go up here, and play bad howling mine. I guess. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in a format where everything is ideally lesser powered howling mind becomes really powerful everything everything is lesser power in the format that has delver as a, as a card and tron as a card yeah. and like yeah i'm sorry but whatever okay yeah you had to buy you had to ban peregrine drake peregrine drake costs five mana for a two three yes it made infinite mana but it was five mana <laughs> screw your format uh, all right <laughs> Alright, uh, here's, here's an interesting one to talk about. Uh, Court of Grace. This is part of a cycle, actually, in the set. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, every color has a court, and each court, uh, as they enter the battlefield, you become the monarch, and they have some other effects. So Court of Grace is two white, white. It's battlefield monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token of flying. If you're the monarch, create a 4-4 white angel creature token of flying instead. Hmm. Uh, That's basically what all the courts do. They give you the monarchy, and if you remain the monarchy until your next turn, you get a larger benefit. But they always give you some sort of benefit, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Uh, White is probably the worst, because of course it is. (laughs) White... White kind of got shafted in the set. Yeah. White gets shafted in every set. Like there are very powerful things for white in this set. Like one I skipped over, Armored Sky Hunter. It's really good for only for equipment decks. Yeah, you know, a Chroma Vision of Ixidor is really really sweet. But like, kind of got to be playing the right you know, cards. Like, you got to be playing things that matter, right? Yep. Although I think she's a combo with Audric. Probably. So, well, well, Audric is a combo with existing, so. Yeah. <laughs> what you do. Yeah. So. Alright, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip ahead a little bit here. You'll probably have to go back if there's anything you want. But I'm, uh, so, uh, next up I have Promise of Tomorrow. So, two and a white for an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control dies, exile it. Uh, at the beginning of each end step, uh, if you control no creatures, sacrifice Promise of Tomorrow, run uh, and return all creatures exiled with it to the battlefield under your control. This is an interesting card. Also, dope said McKinnon art. Yeah. Um, but, like, this card's interesting. Like, and the it art is... weirdly harkens back to... I can, I'm picturing a card from Ice Age. Card alliances with Ice that, Age. like, a similar art, but with, like, a red banner. I don't know, but... So, like, 
so when I see this art, it reminded me of two things. It reminded me of um, Angelic Page. That Maybe that's what I'm thinking of instead. Which has a really ethereal, yeah. you know, dead angel on it. Like the, the newer version of Angelic Page. Yeah the, the, yeah, the newer version. Where I'm pretty sure she also has a red banner. And then it also reminded me just generally of the flag bearer cards. Because, you know, oh, yeah. like there's... I don't know, this, as I said, this is kind of a weird card. I kind of dig it. Like, mm. this is the kind of card that I would like, and I'd be like, I'm going to do something with this and then never have it pan out. Yeah. The one main problem I have with this card is the fact that it just kind of, like, it gets blown out really easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets blown out really easy. You know, but, like, I, you know, there's things, people. you know, there's things you could do with it, but... Yeah, like, there's definitely things you could do with it. Like this card does cool things. Yeah, the card but... the card does cool things, and I I like that with it at least. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know it's like really dumb, but like having this out and then like wrathing the board is fun, you know. But again, that's more cute than good. But I mean, it's still in. It's still something you can do, right? It's, you yeah. can take advantage of it, and. If you're not someone who plays with Graveyard Recursion, it is nice to, like, you can just kind of, like, play this as, like, a weird hedge against, if you're playing in a pod where you have people who are constantly casting board pipes. Yeah. It's just like, alright, this is my thing. Like, Deal this would it. be, yeah, against my mono board wipe deck, this would be something. Pretty solid. Like, until I'm, like, uh, I probably run, like, main deck disenchant and manito with that or something. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. yeah, mortify. <laughs> there we go. Actually, I run mortify. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. My my next one is actually right next to that. Uh, Radiant Sarah Archangel. Six and a white for a six four legendary creature angel with flying. Tap another untapped creature you control with flying. Radiant Sarah Archangel gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. She has partner. I'm literally only talking about her because this is Radiant, literally the second hand of, or the right hand angel of Sarah, the epitome of like the whitest white planeswalker that has ever existed, and she eventually turned like psychotic, which was funny. So that's an uncommon, interesting, yeah. yeah. That all, that art's dope, by the way. I like their art. She looks like she is having none of it. Whoever <laughs> is currently talking to her. Dear, dear everyone, <laughs> dear... I am taking none of your shit, and I will kick you in the balls until you die. Yeah, yeah, which he uh... kind of does anyway. So, yep. <sighs> all right. Ah, uh, so next up, I'm actually going to look at here. Um, I we don't have to talk a lot about this card. I just think it's cute. Uh, slash the ranks three white white sorcery destroy all creatures and planeswalkers, except for commanders. This card is cool. I, I like I like it. I think it's a cool card. It's it's really nice that a card like this for for decks that are playing a Voltron esque strategy, mm -hmm. this is the board wipe you want. You yeah, know? like in my trash Dax Daxos deck, I'd probably like pull out Phantom Monster and put this in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a strict upgrade. I would approve. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already pulled that card out, by the way, but. That's what happens when you build decks with just the cards that are available within arm's reach. Yeah, as you are wont to do on occasions. Yep. 
Okay. All right. Uh, I am actually going to go back a little bit for my sure. next one. Uh, mine is Rebecca, Architect of Ascension. Three and a white for a 3-4 legendary creature human at Artificer. Artifacts you control have protection from each converted mana cost among artifacts you control. And she has a partner. That's weird. Uh, this is the human woman who Yagmoth fell in love with before he became something beyond human. <laughs> Assuming you could ever argue he was actually a human. Which is I mean. up for debate. Okay. For being human, he lacked a lot of humanity. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't just exclude you, though. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. You know. <laughs> uh, I think it's cool that she finally has a magic card. Because, you know, she is a big part of Yagmoth's background, which is kind of dope. We'll talk about a card later, who is also a big part of Yagmoth's and basically the existence of the worlds, of Dominaria's existence mm -hmm. later on. But. Also really like her art. It's very, it's very happy looking. It's good. I like it. Nice and bright. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got one last one just because this is big and splashy, and I like it in white at least. Uh, so triumphant reckoning. So six white, white, white. <laughs> Sorcery. Return all artifact, enchantment, and planeswalker cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. This there is... has to be something fun with this. Like there just has to be. I mean. At nine mana, though, that's tough. <laughs> if you think about it, something like, uh, what's that reanimation spell with Liliana on it? Uh, I play it in that crappy board wipe deck, um, Rise yeah. of the Dark Realms. Yeah, Rise of the Dark Realms. This is just a white version of Rise of the Dark Realms. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So you get everything back. Yeah, well, artifact Wait, enchantments no. and planeswalkers. Oh, so, like, it doesn't no reanimate creatures. No. Never mind. This is way less good than I thought it was. Yeah, it's way less good than you thought it was. But this is like a combo card kind of thing. I'm sure it is. Like, being able to, like, pull in artifacts and enchantments and planeswalkers has to be something that just does insane things. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's cool, but... I yeah. was, was going to, like, slam put this card in my... Um, Lyra EDH deck, and now I'm and, like, and now you're not, yeah. Now I'm not. Oh well. oh well. Sorry to burst your bubble. It happens. All right. <laughs> All right. What else do I want? I don't actually want to talk about that because I only have negative things to say about it. <laughs> uh, <Nice>. <laughs> here's one for you. Body of knowledge. Three blue blue for a star star avatar. Body of knowledge, power, and toughness are each equal to the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size, and whenever it is dealt damage, draw that many cards. Oof. Uh, <laughs> so this is very similar in my eyes to Psychosis Scrawler, where yeah. whenever you draw a card, it deals damage, and its power and toughness mm -hmm. are equal to the cards in your hand, and I'm pretty sure it also says you don't have no maximum hand size. The card uh, is, I'm not sure if Psychosis Crawler says that. I don't remember if it does, but yeah. it might. Um, that card is also... Or that, that is like one of my very few win cons in my Nin the Pain Artist CDH deck. Oh, you're the Psychosis Crawler? Yep. I'm running three of them in that uh, garbage uh, Chasm Skulker deck I run. I mean, fair. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, I really want to play Body of Knowledge in my Nin the Pain Artist deck, so I can shoot it for, like, 20 and draw 40. 
Yeah, right? Just be like, yeah! Like, bit excessive, but hilarious. Hey, and I it's there. Do it Why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, um, uh, next up, I have um, Elegeth Crossroads Augur. Four blue blue for a 5-6 legendary creature Sphinx with flying and partner. And if you would scry a number of cards, draw that many cards instead. This is everything I want to be doing. <laughs> this card is ridiculous. I love it. Uh, this card just gets me going. <laughs> like, I remember I just posted you the text from this yeah. card. I'm like, if you would scry a number of cards, draw them in cards instead. I'm like, Fletcher, it's your new favorite sign. And you like made a comment about posting pornographic comments. Yeah, I'm like, do not post smutty, smutty <laughs> comments in my Discord or something like that. <laughs> yeah. The fact like, this card this is, is partner is oh. kind of sweet also. Yeah, I like that. So you get, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, I think that's a cool effect. I think it's one of those effects that like, I never thought people would do to some degree. But. Yeah, like, it is a powerful effect, but at the same time, in Commander, you're just kind of like, how many cards that say Scry X are you actually playing anyways? All of them. Like, this card is hilariously good with, um, uh, what's that energy scry two, draw two card? I forgot what it's called, but I played a lot of it. It just, oh, I'm, so, uh, uh, Glimmer of Genius? Glimmer of Genius. Glimmer of Genius is just a four mana draw four, which is cool. I just like that Serum Visions is like a, what, oh, like Ancestral Recall. But... Serum Visions <laughs> And the preordain have both become ancestral. Sorcery speed has. ancestor recall, yeah. Yeah. Which boo hoo. Yeah. Opt is just a draw too. <laughs> yeah. You could just slowly deck yourself, which is hilarious. No, you could quickly deck yourself, which would be awesome. You could very quickly deck yourself. Yep. There's some dumb things you could like there's some dumb things you could do that are just not very effective that I would love to do. But alright. <laughs> Alright, my next one is a weird one. Alright. It's Ghost of Ramirez Di Pietro. Okay. No idea who that's supposed to be. Okay. Uh, Two and a blue for a 2-3 legendary creature, Spirit Pirate. Hell yeah. Ghost of Ramirez Di Pietro can't be blocked by creatures with toughness, three or greater. (laughs) Sure. Uh, whenever Ghost of this card deals combat damage to a player, choose up to one target card in a graveyard that was discarded or put there from a library this turn. Put that card into its owner's hands. What? What the shit is that ability? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> I don't get it. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like, both of his abilities are cool. Oh, also this has partner. I don't know if I said that. But, like, both these, yeah. both those cool car- abilities are cool, but it's like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. I don't know. It's cool. It's, it's cool. weird. That I like cool. weird cards sometimes. <laughs> All right. Ready for another expensive card? Sure. Uh, Mnemonic Deluge. (laughs) Six blue, blue, blue. Sorcery. Exile target instant or sorcery card from a graveyard. 
Copy that card three times. You may cast the copies without paying their mana cost. Exile it. Some freaky art. Yeah. This card's ridiculous. This card <laughs> is a billion mana. Yeah. What is even, like, a good card to choose? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because, like, I remember reading this, I'm like, man, this is really good. And then I, like, thought about it, I'm like, what the hell would I even take? Yeah, I know, like, what do you, what do you like, got? I really need three of these. Well, I guess it makes, um... Uh, whatever the six mana... It was from Ixalan. Six mana return all non-land permanence target player controls to their hand. I guess in Commander that you can copy that and bounce everyone's... You basically just an another oh, version of yeah, Cyclonic R Rift. Yeah, R River's Rebuke. Or yeah, River's Rebuke. I'm really uh, bad at remembering... Build, build your own Cyclonic Rift? Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing is, like, I'm thinking, like, what do I want to... Like, what do I need to... to use this for? But, like, you see the effect and you're like, God, that's so cool. There's got to be something cool with that. Yeah. Like... There has to be, but like I looked at them, like, and all I can think of is like, yeah, you can just flash back a, a tragic cruise and draw nine cards. I don't know, I'll tendrils it. Yeah, because yeah. you're casting the copies, so that would still trigger um. Uh, it would still trigger storm, yeah. Storm. So there you go. Look at that. So storm count of four times three is twelve. Just from casting that card. Yeah. I don't know how it work. It work interestingly. That's all I know. Yeah, but I don't know. that's cool. All right, all right. Uh, I am gonna go back. Yep. Uh, this <laughs> this is the other half of a card I referenced earlier. Uh, Glossian or Glossian Powerstone Engineer, five and a blue for a three six legendary creature, human artificer with tap, tap with tap him, tap x x untapped artifacts you control. Look at the top x cards in your library. Put one of those cards in your hand, and the rest into your graveyard. And he has partner. Uh, this is the husband of Rebecca, who I mentioned earlier, and this is uh, story line line wise. He was a <coughs> he was going to be a planeswalker of before Urza's era. You know, he's mm -hmm. uh, he is what Yogmoth wished he could be because Yogmoth always wished he could become a planeswalker. Yep. Uh, Glossian had the spark in him that was never awoken. Uh, mm -hmm. The Might Stone and the Meek Stone are two halves of the same Power Stone that was actually housing his spark, hmm. and that is why that that is why those two things had magical power. And when they actually became uh, Urza's eyes, uh, Glossian's essence was talking to him and slowly started driving him insane, which is kind of funny. I mean, that's probably not really far to push, at least. It's not that hard. He's already a bit on the on the kooky sides. side, yeah. So, once again, really cool. A really big character from the past has a card now. Uh, I, once again, don't think he's exceptionally powerful, but mm -hmm. whatever, he has a card. Okay. All right. Apparently, I like expensive cards, so... Uh, so for me, Sphinx of the Second Sun, six blue blue for a 6-6 six, six creature Sphinx with flying. At the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you get an additional beginning phase after this phase. That is such a weird line of text. I know. I, I can't remember what the exact thing like I linked in the chat about that was when I saw the card, but like it perfectly described what I was thinking about it. 
It was like a Reddit thread. I think it was just people saying, what? Or something like that. <laughs> what is a perfectly reasonable response to this card's existing? It's like, uh, what's going on here? Yeah, oh. oh, here it is. Let's see. Oh, no. The response was, excuse me, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently uh, someone was asking Aaron Forsyth, like, doesn't this just go infinite with... Um... Uh, aggravated assault or whatever the hell the card's called, and he's like goes into this big long explanation of why it doesn't. And okay. then he said, "Maybe I'm wrong. If anyone else has any ideas, let me know." <laughs> it's like, a does it matter if it goes infinite with aggravated assault? A lot of things go infinite with aggravated assault. Okay, I'm saying I literally have a commander that is a aggravated assault on a stick that goes infinite remarkably easy. So. <laughs> Some cards you just sneeze on and they go infinite. Like, yeah, just, this oh, is just funny. like that line of text is just so weird, though. Like, it's just yeah. like, okay, I guess. Like, I mean, you get to draw another card. Yeah, you get to untap again, and you get to pay upkeep costs again. So, for for all intents and purposes, all this card is going to really amount to because remember, it happens in your post combat main phase. Yep, you get an additional beginning phase. So this is going to be a combination Howling Mine and Wilderness Reclamation. Yeah. I mean, only you get it, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you get to draw a card and untap your lens, which is good, but yeah. like... That is a good line of text. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, good, strong line of text, but like, still, that, man, it's weird. It is eight mana. <laughs> yeah. Also, it is eight mana. But... Okay. <laughs> uh, now, next up for me is uh, Hull Breacher. Two and a blue, legendary creature, Merfolk Pirate. It is a 3-2 with Flash, because Watsy printed a million busted 3-2s with Flash in this set. Uh, if an opponent would draw a card, except the first one they draw in each of their draw steps, instead you create a treasure token. Hmm. So this is a combination of Narset Parter of Veils and Smothering Tithe. Except your opponent doesn't have the option of paying two mana to not give you a treasure. Hmm. Granted, this does not affect their primary draw step. Yeah. But the fact this has flash means it would be really, really easy to just kind of get oh. someone. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's talk of this card of seeing play in Lexi. I can see that. If we're being honest, Notion Thief saw minuscule play in Legacy. Yeah, Notion Thief saw a little bit of play as like a hate card. Yeah. And Notion Thief costs four mana. This costs and, three. And that's its biggest downfall. Yes, that is its only downfall. Yeah. I mean, I guess it technically had one toughness, so it could die to a Dark Blast, but two actually give a shit, so... Did Notion Thief have one toughness? Pretty sure it was a 3-1. I don't think it was, was it? I thought it was like a... One three or something like that. Ocean. Yeah, I was just looking it up. Beef. Three oh, one. it was a three one. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Can't All have right. it. Can't be a one three. It needs to be able to murder your opponents while drawing a hundred cards. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do right. uh, you, you have any other blue cards? Uh, Sakashima. I don't like its art. Sakashima's protege is cool. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
Uh, wrong turn is hilarious. <laughs> Two in a blue instant. Target opponent gains control of target creature. Yep. It's a Bayloth in a library, and I love its flavor text. Its bewildered bellow was met with a stern shh. Uh, basically just a donate for creatures. Uh, it is. It's not, it's not a donate. Or I suppose it is a donate for creatures, yeah. I, I like this card. This card's cool. Or harmless offering or whatever you want to call it. But I love cards um, that just kind of mess up combat for your opponents, but not not that strictly benefit you. Yeah, there's there's other cards that I really get a kick out of yeah. that are like, you know, two target players each can gain control of the creatures the other player controls and untap them until end of turn. Uh, Reigns of Power? Yeah, that. That card's hilarious to me. That card's dope. Yeah, I like it. I bought a bunch of the, or I bought a set of those just because I thought it was funny. Yeah. But okay. All right. Um, I know there's a card you want to talk about here, but um, I'm gonna let you do that because I think I'm gonna skip ahead. So. I would say kombucha wishes. Uh, I was assuming demonic lore, but yeah, I, I want to talk about that one too, but. I also want to point out that uh, Combage Witches is yep. this is the first time this art has been printed in actual printing cards instead of online. It is by Seb McKinnon, and I want it hanging on my wall. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reprint, but you know, whatever. Okay. I mean, I'm just going down the line of cards. Oh, I actually... have my se- I have mine split up because I know how to use computer. So, all right, take it away. Let's say. Card that I want to talk about is Demonic Lore. Two and a black for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, to draw three cards. At the beginning of your end step, you lose two life for each card in your hand. Uh, that uh, I don't actually think this card is playable, but it might be. Who actually knows? I suppose you can technically donate to someone also. Harmless Offering is a thing. There's literally a commander printed that takes advantage of things like that. Uh, but the main thing this is here is because it has flavor text and art. Uh, <laughs> the flavor text is, The greatest works of literature leave the reader forever altered. Nevenral Urborg Tyrant. And the art is a callback to Nevenral's disc. And literally no one else on the Discord apparently got that except for me. And I'm disappointed in all of my friends. Okay. Good <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the hand is literally in the exact same shape as the original art of Nevenral's disc, and it has like the little pendants uh, etched into his hand and all that kind of stuff, and it's really cool. There you go. Everyone else but me sucks. Learn everything. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, speaking of Stone Cold Masters, uh, Feast of Succession. For black, black, sorcery, all creatures get minus four, minus four until end of turn. You become the monarch. Like, I love this so, art so much. This art is so dope. Like, they just need to have Seb McKinnon keep doing his thing. Like, I, I wish all I all I want all I want in life is for him to do a cycle of basic lands, preferably the Esper colors, because I would totally build an Aminatu. Seb McKinnon commander deck because it would be amazing, but he has literally never done the art for a basic land ever. Yeah, he's done the art for two lands total. One of which is very surprising and does not look very Seb McKinnon. What? What one? I believe it's Forgotten Shore. 
Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It was, also... one of his, it was one of his earlier ones. Yeah, it's one of his very early ones back from Theros, so. Yep. But okay. Yeah. Love this art. It took me a while to realize what was going on, and then I realized like the shadowy arm in the background grabbing the crown from the dead king. Mm-hmm. Just like holding up. I this art is dope. Yep. Dope. Uh as is tradition for me, I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Oh yeah, I skipped it ahead of a couple. Um Elvish Doomsayer. <laughs> this this is a really weird one to talk about. I, I was thinking about talking about this one actually. Uh one on the black frame, one one, elf shaman. When Elvish Doomsayer dies, each opponent discards a card. This is obviously a reference to Elvish Visionary, and it's yep. really cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. That's cool. All right. Um, do you have any more on this page? Because I gotta go to another page. I'm not on pages. I, I got oh, the okay. whole thing in front of me, so I'm just scrolling this down. This is this is incredibly confusing with all of this. Then, so. Um. All right. So we'll go we'll go up to this one. So opposition agent two and a black for a three two creature human rogue with flash. Um, you control your opponents while they're searching their libraries. <laughs> Already uh, insane. Already insane. Uh, while an opponent is searching their library, they exile each card they find. You may play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast them. <laughs> this card is stupid. This card's dumb good and really weird. This card makes Avid Mind, Sister, Mind Sensor really sad. Yeah, right. <laughs> um... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So one one actual rules question that I'm pretty sure I know the answer to. Okay. If your opponent is using a tutor effect that exiles the card on resolution, it is exiled separately than this one is exiled, correct? So I don't know. I can't think of a card that does that. Like, um, intuition, exile, or, you know, choose three cards, exile two of them. Uh... And the exile naturally from the resolution of intuition, or no, because you can't cast them anyways. Never mind. I feel like there's there is a tutor that searches your library, exiles a card, you can cast the card later. I just don't know if they would still be allowed to cast it since it is technically still exiled for this on because of that card's effect, or if it's exiled under opposition agent's effect. And are they two different things? So. I think opposition agent would take precedence over that. All right. Because it says, well, an opponent is searching their library. They exile each card they find. Yeah. So I think it replaces that. All right. Um, I'm not 100% sure. All I know is, is that if you're searching your opponent's library and they have enough mana, you can cast Panglacial uh, Pang Worm out of their deck. Which is <laughs> hilariously stupid. Which, yeah, like, yeah. This card, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's good, though. It's got to be good. This this card is the only slam dunk change to my Najila deck, which is the deck that contains all of my dual lands, which goes to show you the power level of that deck. Yeah. This card's... That card's insane. But, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to skip down a little far this oh. time. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go all the way to Tormod the Desecrator. Yeah. Three and a black legendary creature zombie wizard. When one or more cards 
When one or more cards leaves your graveyard, create a tapped 2-2 black zombie creature token. He is partner, and he is a 4-2. Uh, Tormod obviously references mm-hmm. Tormod's Crypt, which is this is the first time we now know who Tormod is. We know he is a lich. What is up with liches and being 4-2s? I have no idea. It's just a thing that they're 4-2s, and it's weird to me. Uh, but it's just cool that Tormod now has a card. Yep. Tormod. And plays well with... Uh, Tormod's Crypt. Tormod's Crypt. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> Tormod's Crypt yourself and get a zombie, I guess. Yeah, one um, single zombie. <laughs> Alright. Um, do you have any other black cards? Uh, negative. Okay. We'll have to see how far we get, man. This is... we got a lot of cards to talk about. Okay. We still got all the reprints to talk about, too. Okay. Um, do you have any, or I suppose we could just look at red cards here and everything. But. The very first red card is one I want to talk about. All right, take it away. All right. Elena Kessig Trapper. Uh, it is a four and red for a four three human scout with first strike. She's legendary, obviously. Tap add an amount of red equal to the greatest power among creatures you control that enter the battlefield this turn. She has partner. Her and this is a story reference to a card or to a couple that were in um, Shadows of Renistrad, and it's really cool that they have cards now. Both of which care about large creatures. Yep. And they both have partners. You can have them be together, which is sweet. Yep. Flavor Yo. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here to uh, Explosion of Riches. Uh, so five and a red sorcery, draw a card, then each other player may draw a card. Whenever a card is drawn this way, Explosion of Riches deals five damage to target opponent chosen at random from among your opponents. Hmm. I like oh. this card because it's just like a little game, basically. Yeah, that is... You just... Everyone just chooses the draw card, right? I think that's what you should do. But like, if the like if the first person draws a card, like, so no matter what, it, yeah, and you can you just draw... be like, nah, and then they get blasted in the face. So no matter what, you draw a card, and one yep. of your opponents takes five, right? Yes. And then every other opponent can be like, I got a thirty-three percent chance of getting shot in the yep. face. Yep. Three times. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure I always just say sure. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm... know. I like I like it, but like there's there's some things with it and stuff. I like that. Like and I mean realistically everybody could just be just be like nah and then you just paid six mana to draw a card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean draw a card and one person took five. Because uh, the the first ability is all part of the one line of text. Yep. Whenever a card is drawn this way, so no matter what, someone is taking five and you're drawing a card. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm someone who, yeah. whenever someone plays like the the three fates card from Theros, that like oh, you yeah. separate your cards into three piles. You're like, you stack them all into one pile. I don't stack you? them all into one. I'm like, we're I'm go, I'm all or nothing here. I'm like, yeah, shit, we're like so. all or nothing. Let's do this. You know. All right. Yeah, All right. that, card, that card's cool. It's, I it's weird. am happy. All right, go for it. 
I like how every single card I'm talking about is lore-based. <laughs> uh, my next one is Jessica, Thrice Reborn. Two and a red for a legendary planeswalker, Jessica. She has zero starting loyalty. Jessica, Thrice Reborn, enters a battlefield with a loyalty counter on it for each time you cast a commander from the command zone this game. She is a zero, choose target creature until your next turn. If that creature would deal damage to one of your opponents, it deals triple that damage to that player instead. And negative X, Jessica Thrice Reborn deals X damage to each of up to three targets. Uh, Jessica Thrice Reborn can be your commander, and she has partner. Hmm. So this card is dope as all hell. This is very similar in the veins of the three mana Jace from uh, the most recent set, where they made a way of having a unique thing for Kicker. They made a very unique way of having a commander uh, Planeswalker. Yep. Like, I really, really like that about this card. Yeah, I, th I, I like that they, with those like alternate abilities that grant loyalty, basically. They've done a good job of not being like, oh, we're just going to be like, uh, pay X and you get X loyalty kind of thing. Yeah. You know, or something dumb like that. Like, really lame loyalty things, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they've done really cool stuff with the, the static ability things. Yeah. Uh, another reason why I want to talk about this card is Jessica, for those who don't know, is literally the girl who turned into Phage. She was corrupted by, um, the patrician or whatever his name was the leader of the cabal basically okay. he she was corrupted by him turned into phage and then they both ended up having a kid it gets really really convoluted but <laughs> yeah i'm sure it does <laughs> but it's really cool that jessica has another card because she was an actual planeswalker but she only ever had a normal creature card before and now she has a planeswalker yeah What you got? So I'm going to go back a notch. Uh, I want to talk about Flamekin Herald. Uh, so two in a red for a 3-2 creature elemental wizard. Commander spells you cast have Cascade. <laughs> That's the text on the card. <laughs> this card is cool. It's cool. It's kind of weird, too. But, like, <laughs> it's just like, yep, your commanders get Cascade. Have a good day. Hopefully your commander is expensive. Yeah, right. Although, no, because Cascade counts just... If you have to pay the commander tax, does Cascade ramp up? Converted mana cost, yeah, I think you're good there. Right. I'd have to look. I'd have to look that up to be sure, but I think so. Which is an even better interaction, but... Yeah. Anyway, interesting card. Uh, next up, we have Krark the Thumbless. <laughs> uh, He's a goblin. <laughs> he is a goblin. Uh, one and a red for a 2-2 legendary creature goblin wizard. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, flip a coin. If you lose the flip, return that spell to its owner's hand. If you win the flip, copy that spell, and you may choose new targets for the copy. Uh, he has partner. He has the flavor text, double or nothing. 
this is obviously a reference to Krark's thumb and Krark's other thumb. Yep. Because Krark is the kind of goblin who would lose his thumb in a bet and immediately go double or nothing. <laughs> uh, that was such a good callback to that uncard. It was. That's top notch. Well, to be fair, yeah, like this, the uncard was a callback to the original Krark's thumb, which yep. whenever you flipped a coin, you'd flip two coins. Yeah, and take but the rest. but the flavor text was the double or nothing. Yeah, thing, the so flavor like, text was so double great. or nothing. They just they knocked that out of the park, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, that's so good but <laughs> all right um i'm actually going to go back a single card uh <laughs> Kedis... no what uh, you just do you <laughs> sorry uh Kedis emberclaw familiar uh one in a red for a one one legendary creature elemental lizard uh whenever a commander you control deals combat damage to an opponent it deals that much damage to each other opponent and has partner it's so goddamn adorable. It's adorable and also just messes people up. Yes. So a second. When you're com- when a commander, you can oh shoot. I was thinking I'm, I'm, it's the wrong colors, anyways. Never mind. Uh, I was just thinking I'm like that infect deck would be hilarious if you could do something like this and just like. <laughs> it would be, but unfortunately, that shit's not allowed. No, I'd have to ha- I'd have to like tainted strike my commander. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's just a kind of a cool effect. But, it is a cool effect. And probably kind of dumb, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I like the thing is with cards that have partner, you don't have to play them as your commander. You know, no, they can just, you just be throw them in the, deck. in the deck, which is something yeah. that's super nice that a lot of people might not understand. I mean, so why would I want to play this two mana card just in the deck? Come on. <laughs> Alright. Alright, take it away. Next up we have Rograch, son of Rocha. I feel <laughs> like I'm speaking Klingon. I was going to say, I'm like, that does sound very Klingon. <laughs> uh, zero for a zero <laughs> one red legendary creature, Kobold Warrior. He has First Strike, Menace, Trample, and Partner. <laughs> like, oh man, I love it. Uh, this is only the second legendary Kobold ever printed. The first legendary kobold ever printed was Roga, his father, who was like a 4-4 that buffed up all kobolds, but when he died, all kobolds died. <laughs> yeah, good old kobold decks, right? I'm not going to lie, this kobold definitely has first strike medicine trample when you look at him. He just probably doesn't come up taller than your ankle. Right. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, will trample through. All right. Um, do you have any more red cards you want to talk about? I do. All right. I have I have one, but it's the very last one in red. All right. I will. Uh, I'll cover. I'll get my next one. Okay. I'm just eating my words for saying that. I don't. Nothing like strikes me crazy for flavor because this one. Togo. Goblin okay. Weaponsmith. I will lie, because I, I did actually have two that I was looking at, and that was one of them, but I figured you'd want it. <laughs> uh, two and a red for a 2-2. Legendary creature, Goblin Artificer. <laughs> He's an uncommon. Goblin Artificer. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, create a colorless equipment artifact token named Rock. With <laughs> equipped creature has pay one and tap, sacrifice Rock. This creature deals two damage to any target and equip one. 
This, it also has partner. It also has partner. <laughs> uh. This is a reference to uh, Onslaught Shock, i.e. the shock where he's shocking a Psychotog. And the flavor text of that shock is, uh, I love lightning. It's my greatest invention since the rock. Togo Goblin Weaponsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Togo now has a card, and he literally creates rocks. Rocks, yep. And, and, and has lightning in the background. Yeah, I love the lightning going on in the background, and he's just holding up this little rock. It's well, like, it's, I got a rock! It's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> you can hit people with it. <laughs> that card is top-notch. Yeah, I, yeah, I adore this card. I hope it looks really good in foil. Yeah. It's I hope so too. For your dope. sake. Okay. Uh, I'm literally reading this card because it has lots of text and it entertains me. Alright. Uh, so, Wheel of Misfortune, uh, two and a red sorcery. So, each player secretly chooses a number, zero or greater, then all players reveal those numbers simultaneously and determine the highest and lowest numbers revealed this way. Wheel of Misfortune deals damage equal to the highest number, equal highest number. To each player who chose that number, each player who didn't choose the lowest number discards their hand, then draws seven cards. <laughs> like, what the shit is going on here? A lot of things are going on A lot on of here. things are going on here. Like, your goal is to just be dead middle, isn't it? Uh, unless you don't want to discard. If you have a really yeah, good hand... Yeah. Where for some reason discarding you, and drawing seven isn't good. You don't want a wheel of fortune. Yeah, you must have a nut hand if you don't. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I've had that hand like once. Yeah. Where I actually was mad when someone wheeled. <laughs> <laughs> not not mad mad obviously, but yeah. So but, it's not impossible, but yes, in a perfect world, you ideally want to be right in the middle to get all of the benefits, none of the downside. And then it just becomes like a mind game with everyone else at your table. <laughs> my God, this is just like a just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be ballsy, you just say like twenty, right? Yeah, twenty. But then, like, you're the top automatically. You take that much damage. Yeah, but what if you're not the top automatically? What if everyone else calls and they're like twenty-one? <laughs> like, I can't imagine people would just be like, "Oh yeah, twenty-one." Like. Well, if your goal, if you really want the wheel, you know, and you don't want to be the lowest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the correct thing is. There is no correct thing. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, whatever. <laughs> like, is, is I, I like, it, uh, yeah, it is. But. Not okay. to mention, if everyone just happens to call the same number, everyone gets nugged and no one wheels. Yep, <laughs> no one wheels. <laughs> Uh, didn't choose. Yeah, gosh, that's awesome. Okay, um, yeah. So we're through red, and I think this is going to take us a little while longer because we haven't done any reprints that we want to talk about, which I'm sure there's a few. And um, uh, we still have green. We still have green and colorless. And there's, a, there's a lot of colorless. There's a lot of multicolor, and there's a, there's a quite a bit. Of, I have to gush for like half an hour about one artifact, so. Um, that's going to take up the whole episode next week. So, and I, I already know there's a lot of multicolor cards I want to talk about. So, yeah, like, yeah. 
we got some things, and I'm sure there's a, a couple other cards we have to make some slight discussions about. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But John, any any thoughts or comments before we kind of spin this one down? I'm looking forward to doing a skilled event with this set. Yeah, I I am uh, I'd like to, if possible as well. I don't know if that's possible, but because I kind of spent all my money buying a Bayou from you. <laughs> <laughs> Not from me. Uh, I gave you money, so yeah, you gave me the money, and I got it for you. Yeah, but I but personally did not sell it to you. No regrets. Yeah, but you kind of did. So, all right, cool. But all right, on that note, we'll look at the rest of it next week. But um, uh, yeah, if you want to shoot us some feedback, send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail dot com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Go to thelocalmeta dot com for links to fun things like the Discord, where we are always having a rocking good time. And um, uh, our Patreon, where you can throw us a buck and make us happy. So, cool. John, anything else? Negatory. On that note, we will catch you.